Well, it was a wild one here in Neyland Stadium as we wrap things up early on a Sunday morning. Tennessee falls to Ole Miss by a final score of 31 to 26. Kind of a roller coaster game of emotions. Ole Miss comes out hot. They dominated the first half. Uh, Tennessee gave up a touchdown, also just gave up only one touchdown in the second half and had a chance to win it twice uh, late in that fourth quarter. Ben, I'll start with you. Kind of uh, overall thoughts leaving Neyland Stadium here tonight, knowing that Tennessee, as I said on the way up here, looked like Maryville's JV, JV team out there because they had so many injuries but still walked away with you know a six-point loss, five-point loss. It's 1.28 a.m., and I am very scatterbrained because so much took place tonight, particularly over the last hour to two hours. I don't even know <laughs> how long ago it was when we dealt with all the shenanigans on the field. So I'll just keep it X's and O's, and, and we can get into that maybe as we wrap up. But X's and O's wise, offensively, I thought I thought Tennessee was scatterbrained for much of that first half and um, just could not find a rhythm. They, they weren't running the ball particularly well. Austin and I kept talking throughout the first half. Why isn't Hendon Hooker keeping the ball more often? or? Why isn't Tennessee calling more designed runs for Hendon Hooker? Why is Hendon Hooker not running the football? Uh, was the question Austin and I were, were asking each other. And uh, very confusing. And, and I thought that led to some success for Ole Miss against Tennessee's rushing game. And when you're missing as many offensive linemen as you are, if you're Tennessee, I mean, you're, you're missing your, your left guard with Kingston Harris, your, your center with Cooper Mays, your right tackle with Cade Mays, <laughs> Karon Calvert, as Austin laughs at Lane Kiffin getting pelted by a golf no, ball. No, I'm laughing at the fact that. Oh, at the offensive line. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it is like a patchwork. I mean, it, patchwork like takes probably like team. patchwork probably too too uh, kind of a phrase. There was critical fourth down there in that early in that fourth quarter that Tennessee had to get, and Marcus Pierce carried the ball, and that's no slight to him, but it was Jabari Small had to go out for a minute. Lenny Whitehead lost his helmet. Tennessee didn't have Jalen Wright. But it was it was patchwork to your point. Yeah, and I was getting a little long-winded there. I, I apologize. But the the offensive line, and mainly because of injuries, just really deterred the offensive success in the first half. Just could not get anything going on the ground. Couldn't protect Hendon Hooker. Uh, and they did start to find a rhythm there in the second half. The, the bad Ole Miss defense showed up in, in the second half. I thought the defense played its heart out and gave the offense a chance. But just not enough from, from the offensive line up front, in my opinion. I just I sat here. So much I saw tonight, and it's still the wildest thing that Joe Milton ran. <laughs> Not know. just ran. He ran out of bounds. You got to give yourself a chance in that situation. I mean, you're a truck, and you decided to pull over. But just have a have a football IQ. Knowing that's the last. Well, sure you throw it. Yeah, sure you throw it. I didn't even think about that part. I was. I've been so focused on on the fact that he didn't throw it to the end zone that I forgot that he looks like Cam Newton and ran out of bounds on the final play of the game. Yeah, just ran out of bounds. Ugh, golly. I mean, like I was down there. You were down there. Cedric Cedric Tillman, Jerome Carverman, they were pissed. I mean, like, how do you not? I mean, like, that's just as I said in the two minute drill, the dumbest play I've ever witnessed in person. There have been other dumber plays in sports, but that particular play is the dumbest play I've ever witnessed live with my own eyes. I mean, like that. After all that had transpired, I and, and I really thought, you know, they they took that kind of like that eleven yard throw and brought it down to eleven seconds, and that gave them two plays. I thought they should have just thrown four straight plays to the end zone, 
and see what happens. Maybe you draw a penalty, you know, maybe you, that's the other reason you throw it on the, at the end of the game is if you draw a penalty. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the, the third down throw, he actually threw a, a, a really good ball. I mean, you know, you can't really, I mean, it was a tight window. You had to throw it kind of where he threw it, put some mustard on. He did all that. Um, you know, it, I just, it, we go back, I said this on the two-minute drill hubs. The fact that they handed off to Marcus Pierce and we were in the, the fourth quarter of a one-possession game and the guys blocking for him were Ollie Lane, Jackson Lampley, and, and Dane Davis. And that's no slight to those guys, okay? But those are guys you did not expect to be out there in the fourth quarter of a game at this stage in their career. Yep. Now, Ollie, I mean, at least played the last few weeks. It's a little different. But Lampley hadn't really played. And all of a sudden, he's thrust into the game. You know, Dane Davis was thrust, thrust in when, when Cade went out. And, I mean, you, you exit this game. You don't know what the status of Cade is. I mean, let's face it. They're not exactly forthcoming with injuries. Don't know the status of Hendon Hooker. You don't know the status of Hendon Hooker. You're going to Alabama next week. I mean, like, you know, I, I mean, I again, I don't want to start this debate on the board, but at the end of the day, the, the, Joe, Joe Milton running out of bounds, it would be a cold day before I throw him back out there. That is, again, I mean, like you saw when Hypel was asked about a post game, it was just like, he even he wanted tongue. to say, that's the dumbest play I've ever seen in person. Had to bite his tongue. Is it worse than the Jared Garantano QB sneak in Tuscaloosa? Yes, because at least he was like trying to he was trying to make a play to score. He was, he, he, yeah, exactly. He was trying to win that football game. Milton didn't give himself a chance. Just ran. I mean, yeah, I mean he jogged out of bounds. I mean, we just watched the replay go across the screen right here. He jogged out of bounds. Just not like he, like it was in the middle of the third quarter. Bottom line, the story of this one, and the stats at the end of the football game, they look a little bit better, but Ole Miss dominated that first half. Hey, man, I'm going to keep beating the drum. I said this in a two-minute drill. Tim Banks, man, is is doing a heck of a job. I mean, I think Tennessee's got themselves a good defensive coordinator. Seven points in the second half. Seven points in the second half. 31 overall. I mean, yeah, they gave up some some third-down conversions on some, some quarterback runs, but, I mean, like, I mean, did Ole Miss, I mean, Ole Miss hit the one play on them for about a 40-yard touchdown in the first half. But, I mean, did they really – they never did, they never really big played them. And I, I thought one player beat Tennessee. I thought it was Matt Crown. They I, did, I, yeah. I thought it was his legs. And even on that note, Tennessee had three opportunities to score and take the lead in the second half. Yeah. So, even with Matt Corral doing what he did with his legs, Kane, Tennessee had three opportunities oh, yeah. to, to – the, the later possessions obviously win the game, but even in, in some of those early possessions at the end of the third quarter, give yourself a lead. Was it halftime when Hendon Hooker had negative 17 yards rushing? Around that time. He was sacked four times in the first half. And ends up with a net of 108, gained well, 137, well, they, they lost him, 29. They let him run in the second half, finally. Right. He probably ran him out of not playing the rest of the year. But, I mean, again, he's just trying to make a play. I mean, that is what it is. You're trying to win the football game there. That's just it, – it's football. I mean, yeah. it, you know, it's – I just – again, when you look at, you know, Cedric Tillman, you know, seven catches on nine targets. Bayless Jones, six catches on eight targets. You know, I, I – Tennessee had a chance to win the football games. Hub said this in the two-minute drill about 
you know, Tessie fans are tired of moral victories or whatever. I get that. I, I, you know, uh, Tennessee should have won this football game, in my opinion. I mean, I, I, you know, I just they, they, they had a, multiple opportunities in the second half. They had several. They had a couple things go against them. Um, you know, and and they're doing it with you know nothing. Yeah. I mean, like uh, from a depth standpoint. I mean, there, there's some nice players on this team. Okay, it's not like I'm, I'm not saying that they have no players, but like there's no depth. Back to your offense at all. Man. There's no well, there's no depth at all, several positions. But I mean, like you know, again, I just again that we'll see what happens with Hendon Hooker if he can't play. I mean, they'll beat South Alabama and Vanderbilt, but yeah. those games become more challenging without him. I mean, like it, he just added an extra dimension. And I mean, you know, Joe Milton's been you know injury prone, so I mean, like. You know, no. I mean, again, I'm just saying. After the way that game ends, I would. I know. I'd play him next week. Harrison. If Hendon can't go, I'd play him both next week and see who gives you the best chance. Because again, that run out of bounds there at the end of the game. All right. Last thing here is we we kind of end this thing. I'll I'll go with you, Ben, first. Um, Tennessee now at Alabama next week. Then all the I mean, this stretch continues. Um, where they are in terms of injuries, still a couple guys that didn't show up and uh, play in this football game. But um, kind of the outlook moving ahead to Alabama, knowing you're going to be a double-digit dog, you're going to be playing on the road, and having this letdown of a, an emotional loss with everything that was entailed in the fourth quarter. Kind of, if you're a team leader right now, kind of, you know, where's your mindset and how are you trying to lead this football team? Yeah, uh, th- this is this would be a tough one to swallow. Yep. That's for sure. Uh, you play pretty well defensively, and, and I'll say well enough to, to give your offense a chance to win the football game. On, on our Game Quest podcast, I, I said you could go ahead and put 40 up on the board. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised by how Ole Miss's defense played today. And, again, I think part of that had to do with, with Ole Miss's or with Tennessee's offensive line situation. But it, it's going to be a tough one to, to swallow, and the leaders are going to have to step up. The – uh, Hendon Hookers, even if, if he can't play, he's going to have to step up. Uh, the guys on defense, we, we all know who the leaders on the team are. They're, they're going to have to really rally guys. And uh, it's a tough stretch. you, you got a bye week after Alabama. But Kentucky is still winnable. I, I would not pick Tennessee to win that football game. But they're definitely beatable. And yeah. hopefully you can get Hendon back and, and you, you kind of build towards that. And I hate to take the whole, um, you know, being, being happy with the close loss to Alabama. We saw an A&M team that was playing horrific football go in and, yep. and, and whoop up on Alabama. So you, you never say never, but uh, you just you just got to find a way to snap and clear, as Butch would say. And I had to use a Butch cliche, <laughs> but I mean that's that's what it is. It's, it's a tough one to swallow, but you you gotta you gotta put it in the review and just move on and, and try to keep getting better and try to get healthy. That's the biggest thing, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, still a couple guys that didn't play. Cooper Mays didn't play in this football game. Tyon Evans didn't play. Of course, you saw K Mays go out. Hopefully we'll know more information on that as the week goes on. But Austin, as we close things out, uh, real quick, all things considered, did Tennessee, and yes, the 20 minutes that halted the game at the end as well, uh, did Tennessee help himself out in terms of recruiting uh, tonight? I mean, the, the atmosphere was incredible there at the beginning and throughout the football game, uh, more or less, a lot of, a lot of recruits in-house. Yeah, I mean, there were. I, I felt like, you know, that it should have showed well. But you never know how, you know, the stuff there at the end is going to be played out or portrayed. You don't know what kind of parent, what a parent looks at and says, you know, I don't want my, you know, I mean, like, or do, or do people have enough, you know, 
common sense to realize that this is a small portion of people that yeah. were, you know, and, and again. And most of it came from the student section. Sure it was, and, and here's the thing. Once a few got started, then it became funny to everyone. So yeah. it was like, yeah, let's throw this. Now, who because the hell brought start- a golf ball? That's yeah. my thing. <laughs> like, like whoever brought a golf ball, I want to know, was it a Bellotta? Was it was it a Shrixon? Was it a Titleist? Was it a Pro-V? What, what, what are we talking here on this golf ball? How did it get in the stadium? And who, who just thinks to bring a golf ball? Um, you know, good thing I didn't have my clubs. I might have got a quick, uh, quick wedge shot in out there. Flopped it. All right, so as we move on towards 2 o'clock in the morning, we will leave Neyland Stadium for the final time here tonight. Ole Miss gets the win over Tennessee. Final score 31-26. to 26. Plenty of post-game coverage up at ballquest.com. Plenty of recruiting coverage coming your way tomorrow. For Austin Price and Ben McKee, I'm Eric Kane here from Neyland Stadium.